Hi, thank you for tuning in to State of the Arts, a podcast where art forms are embraced and artists are celebrated. I'm Lee, your hostess of Ceremonies, and this is episode 62. My guest this week is Sebastian Cruz, who is the founder of Be Fit and Sensual, a business run by dancers for dancers. Sebastian, who is a graduate of the Norwegian School of Sports Science, has developed a training method for dancers that is designed to increase dancers' physical strength and improve their performance without affecting their mobility and flexibility on the dance floor. This method is called dance-specific training and is now being practiced by thousands of dancers all over the world. Be Fit and Sensual is also focused on curing the anxiety, depression, and self-hate that exists in the dance community. Thank you for joining me, Sebastian. It's such an honor to have you on my show. Thank you for being letting me be here. It's an honor to be here with you guys. Wow, you have built an amazing empire. How did your whole enterprise develop? Thank you. Yeah, um, it's been a journey to say the least. I, I developed this together in 2015 when I moved in together with one of the creators of Bachata Central, uh, Judith Cordero. And uh, she was obviously one of the creators, one of of Bachata Sensual, and I was really, really into fitness at that point. I just finished my studies, and um, I was traveling quite frequently together with her and, and her partner, uh, Korke. And what I saw was a pretty, like a new phenomenon for me. Like I, I never seen that gap in the market earlier uh, that it, it didn't, it wasn't training for dancers, wasn't out there in the sense specifically for like Latin dancers. And I, I'm a hip hop dancer myself. I've been dancing professionally for 13 years. I'm, uh, I saw that opening and uh, just saw how, how needed it was. Because when I started studying, it was that thing. Like I wanted to help dancers get mentally and physically stronger and yeah, focus on us. But the only thing I found was for, for ballet dancers. And at that, like, I couldn't resonate with a ballet dancer. So I felt like, okay, but I need something that is for us. And so that's when I started it. And you developed such a great team. How did you meet everyone? How did you all come together? We were a very strong team. Love we're a lot of us. Like, a lot of us just met online, to be sincere. So now I run this company together with me and my partner, uh, David. He's also been my best friend since I was 12. Wow. We lived, uh, we traveled all over the world together. We lived in like four different countries together. So, uh, so it's us and we have a few people overseas that we never met in person, but thanks to the internet, right? Like we can, the ability to meet people and find out good people is, is very uh, attainable, right? Like it's very accessible, so to say. That's incredible. And I'm sure you have a lot of success stories, clients who reach out to you after they've reached their goals to thank you. Yeah, definitely. We have a whole wall at home uh, where we have just uh, printed out a lot of a lot of a lot of success stories. People reaching out to us saying saying good things, saying we changed their life and, and, and everything. And it's not to like tap ourselves on the shoulder necessarily. It's more the fact of reminding ourselves that our mission is so much bigger than us. So when I started this, or before I got started with this, I was dealing with, uh, with uh, panic anxiety, I was dealing with depression, and for, for the longest time I had uh, suicidal thoughts, actually. Wow. I, was, I was really considering ending it all. Uh, but and this was during my dancing, so I already had dancing, I, already, I was already modeling professionally, 
and uh, like outwards i was i was the guy you know what i mean um but inwards how i felt on the inside was completely different so that is why again why we are so focused on we're focusing equally as much on the mental strength as we do on the physical strength for dancers that's great and i think that's so important no, yeah I, i'd like to argue that it's the most important to be honest with you oh it's what i think we've all as dancers we've all experienced those really deep lows psychologically as we i mean yeah i mean it's the nature of our of our community right like we we're constantly showing the best of ourselves constantly comparing ourselves to the other guy constantly pushing our bodies to to the next level and again that's why and most of us are doing it without any type of understanding what your body actually needs or what your mind actually needs and now during covid we've been we've been extremely extremely focused on reaching out to more people and uh, and help yeah, helping more more dancers to get out of whatever they're experiencing and improve themselves right how did you guys adapt to the pandemic lockdown in 2020 we we did pretty good to be sincere we were already online um so i've been co- working solely online since 2017 uh i was working in a corporate gym for three and a half years and after that i went completely online and i moved uh, so i move i move a lot like I, I i speak five different languages i i lived in six different i see i lived in in six different uh, countries so we were i was i was always moving around a lot so i felt pretty early on in my career that it's like I want to do this 100% online um so we were pretty like we were not pretty we were definitely prepared during the lockdown um so what we did was just that we went out and we did a we wanted to give back and because we live in Spain and Spain were in were, were like one of the first countries on, on on planet to do a serious lockdown so we did self-quarantine we still we locked we did lockdown before the actual lockdown started so we were four people that lived together so we locked ourselves in we said hey let's let's take this really seriously we didn't because nobody knew what what was what right and right. um, so we locked ourselves in and we did a challenge called dancers against corona and we ran that two times uh, and uh, we had 2000 people total sign up to to it and then again 30 days home training body weight only helping specifically dancers get mentally and physically stronger Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. It was good. And I've seen your pictures. You've had conventions where dancers from around the world, like before the pandemic, would all gather together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We had a festival, or we still have it. It's just COVID has been been stopping us, right? So we call it the Be Fit and Sensual, which again was something I did together with uh, Judith Cordero. Uh, from Bachata Sensual, so it was our festival together, and we uh, gathered some of the world's best bachata dancers, and we gathered some incredible uh, instructors in uh, in fitness, in in acro yoga, in nutrition, in mindset, in performance for dancers, um, everything that we could do in order to help dancers in all levels. More importantly, get to that next level. So a lot of people look at us at Be Fit and Sensual and think like, yeah, but they're only working with professionals. But like, truth is that the majority of the people that we work with are uh, amateur dancers, which is hobby dancers, people that love dancing as a passion. Uh, now we have also we also have students that are 
make no mistake, that are world, world champions and moguls in our industry. Um, but yeah, so that was it. We had BeFit and Sensual in 2017, 2018, 2019. Started with 320 people first year, 420 people came the next year, and then 480 plus people came the third year. And then we were supposed to have it in 2020, but COVID happens, we didn't. And now we're looking at doing uh, more retreats. Um, I live in, in the Cape Verde Islands outside of Western Africa in an archipelago, uh, which is absolutely paradise. Um, and we're looking into doing more retreats types of uh, situations out here. Wow, that's great. Mm. Yeah, really, really enjoying the entire process and, and also looking into expanding on doing our own uh, dance-specific trainer certification where we help dancers to, to get the certification in order to be able to train dancers or so personal training certif certificates specifically for people that wants to help dancers. And what was one of the most memorable moments? I mean, I have so, I have so many good moments. Um, so it's hard to share a pick one. I mean, there was moments when I, when me and... Uh, me and Judith uh, was, were home creating like the first workshop and we traveled overseas together. Unforgivable moments when I was in Russia teaching, when unforgivable moments when we were in China, Japan. Um, and then of course, having our own festivals. Um, there was a moment in, in one of our first workshops and I envisioned that moment. So it's probably one of my favorite moments now when I think about it. Uh, it was my first class in BeFit and Sensual. So then what, people, what most people don't understand is that we had an hour, uh, like a year and a half of preparation before doing BeFit and Sensual the first time. Um, convincing ourselves, believing in the concept, um, finding the location, traveling back and forth to Spain because at the time I lived in Norway. And then it was a moment uh, right, right after my first class because I had the class in, in uh, where we had the show. So we had a stage, a huge stage. Um, so I put when I took all my class and I put the class on on the stage and I thanked everyone for coming and attending so I was the only one down on the floor and they were on stage so that is definitely a super memorable moment or first time I trained Alemana or, or, or like creating creating programs for uh, for Carol Flores or I mean there's so there's so many moments it's impossible to pick one it's like picking your favorite shy <laughs> yes <laughs> it would be like picking my favorite podcast episode exactly it's impossible impossible Every, everyone is unique in its own way mm -hmm. oh what goals do you guys have are there future projects that you're working on i mean oof, great question there's so many so <laughs> essentially be fit and sensual is the is the name of our company then we do dance specific training which is a project where we help uh, yeah, dancers get mentally and physically stronger, dancers at all levels. Then we do Passion to Profit, which is our latest uh, endeavor when we are helping dancers make three to 5,000 euro of monthly recurring revenue, which we do frequently. So we help dancers, yeah, again, make online revenue. I love dance schools, don't get me wrong. And I think that every dancer should keep teaching in whatever way they want. But I feel that a lot of us dancers are financially very financially illiterate illiterate how do you say that in english like illiterate yeah yeah like we don't understand finances we because we, we are so focused on focusing on our craft yes. but what i want to help dancers with is to make money so they can impact the world and and just become get more 
they can focus more on, on their their own thing right like not you don't need to take that gig uh that doesn't pay you well you don't need to go and and do that fashion show that you don't want to like you you are good right so we want to help dancers with that especially now during the new digital age um so we're focusing on that uh at the same time we're doing uh like i said dance specific trainer certification so which is a personal training certification for Tra trainers that wants to learn how to train dancers and uh, and the retreats so there are there are a lot of fun things happening we're juggling over here oh how exciting <laughs> yeah yeah i love everything about it and again if you have a strong team and and you're aware of your mission and you know you you're you're marketing you're passionate about helping other people and giving back to your community it's um it's 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 all worth it like dancing changed my life and i owe i owe everything 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 to to the first my first dance teachers my crew my um, the people that have been with me since day one so I'm, I'm very grateful for that entire opportunity extraordinary how wonderful yeah thank you and you created dance specific training exactly match wow Oh, what exactly is it? I've actually never heard of it before until. No, so, so if you imagine uh, just like football, uh, football professionals are training specifically for their football matches, fighters train specifically for fighters. I'm a strong believer that dancers should train like dancers and that dancers shouldn't train necessarily like bodybuilders. I believe that if you want to move like a bodybuilder, then you should train like a bodybuilder. But unless you want to move like a bodybuilder, why are you doing that? So it goes back to, again, the, the aspect of teaching dancers to understand to take care of your own body. Because it, even now, even now when you take dance classes from, from professionals, so when I'm standing backstage and I'm gonna perform in, in Japan or in Spain or wherever all over the world, there is always, and, and you pay a little bit attention on how, how, how the professionals are warming up. And, I, and then I, because I'm a coach and because I got my education from the Norwegian School of Sports Science, I look at it from a different, uh, with a different filter. And you just see how little understanding most of us have about the human body. Um, and then, so yeah, it's about that. So we are, we are training specifically for dancers. And we have different movement patterns that is with body weight only because I want it to be attainable for everyone. Again, we focus on body weight because we are focusing on mental strength also. And I know a lot of dancers are, are struggling with going to the gym. A lot of us are, don't feel comfortable going to the gym, don't like going to the gym. So, okay, but how can we help people to get physically stronger? And then how can we educate them in that sense so they can teach their students and then how can we also give them the tools? And this is the second part of dance specific training. That is the mental aspect. How do you get over stage uh, anxiety? How do you start having positive conversations with yourself? How do you stop being so judgmental towards yourself and portray it on other people? Because as much as I love the dance community, I also think that our dance community can be extremely toxic. Um, with all with a lot of trash talking and and and, uh, and the different stuff. So instead of just complaining about it, I decided to actually do my best to do something about it. So dance specific training focus on physical training and mental strength. That's so important to be successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and again, we wanted to remove all the 
all the excuses, quote unquote, that we keep saying, telling ourselves, like, I don't have time, I can't do it, la la la. So it's more about strengthening your body. And then as a result, you might, you know, as a result, we, we're going to reach your aesthetic goals also, if you have some, but not all dancers do have aesthetic goals, right? And I always say that to my students when they come, um, it's like, don't list, don't do what I do. We want to find out what you like to do. Like, I want to, I want to look like this, but more importantly, I want to train five days a week. And then as a result, I'm going to look in a certain way. So let's not focus on the aesthetic first. Let's focus on your lifestyle and how we can add this type of training into your lifestyle. And as a result of that, you're going to look the way you want to look. But then we also meet dancers that want to put on weight. We meet people that wants to drop weight, people that don't care, that just want to get stronger. And then, um, so yeah, it's, it's very tailored, again, towards the lifestyle changes. Because everybody's an individual. Exactly. And, and, and again, it goes also like, I don't know if you, if you, if you notice, but I don't say I have clients because I don't have clients. I have students. So I have students all over the world. I don't have clients because dance-specific training, we see it as a practice much like yoga is a practice. And my goal is that every student of ours, when you are done with our, with, with, with our training, because I don't want everybody to stay with me for their entire time, right? Like I want you to, to learn this and then go out and practice it alone and spread the message. So a client comes to me. I had clients when I was working at the corporate gym. I got amazing, tremendous results with them. But as soon as I stopped training with them, the results diminished and the only reason is because i couldn't i didn't teach them anything but now i'm more i'm more focused on teaching dancers so now we have we already have dancers from from several parts of the world doing our warm-ups doing this our type of training uh, and sharing it so again we have students not clients we don't do diets we do lifestyle changes that's great so you cover every aspect that's important to make a dancer successful. I think that that's the goal, right? Like that's the goal. And it, and it comes again, it comes from my own, from, from myself. Like I wanted to create something that worked, that I needed because I didn't find it. Like I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm the first to teach dancers how to train. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. But when I was searching for it, I didn't find anything, like anything. So what, I didn't find anything that fitted me, my character. So we decided to, I decided to create it myself. What do I as a dancer need? If I created a perfect program for me, what would that be? And then uh, we're constantly having that communication with our students. We were really focused on community. So most of our students are, are feeling comfortable with sharing their feedbacks. We're constantly keep improving, keep changing, keep adapting for what the person and, and of course the collective needs. So most of... Your students, you teach online and your um, colleagues all teach online. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. That's great. So you could reach all around the world instead of just having one location that's local. Exactly, because that's what it comes down to, right? Like our mission is to impact uh, more people. Our, our mission is to impact 10 million people, but I can't do that alone. I need other people to help us reach that goal. So it's a collective goal. So in order for us to do that, we need more to reach more people. Now, I love teaching in person. And I think if that's what you love doing, you should continue to do that. 
But if you want to truly impact and spread your art and improve other people's life and help them, then you need to go online. Have you thought about branching out to children as well? Uh, <laughs> good question. Uh, me personally, no. Um, and the reason is because I, I was teaching kids before. I've been teaching kids. I was working in a kindergarten for a year and a half full time in two different countries, both in Sweden and in Norway. And so I feel that at this moment in my life, I want to focus on a little bit elder and then them, they can focus on, on reaching down. But make no mistake, I love kids. We are, we are, we're starting our own charity organization here in the Cape Verde Islands, focusing on kids. So, uh, but for me, I want to have fun with kids. <laughs> I think that's the, I want to have fun, play around, dance in person, you know what I mean? But I don't want to uh, necessarily teach kids, kids in, in training and dancing, no. <laughs> well, that makes sense, <laughs> you know, because, uh, yeah, children, I don't think they've had the attention span yet that adults do. Exactly, exactly. So when, when you're teaching kids, it's so nice to be in person. You get that, you get that energy, that energy exchange. And again, I love everything about it. But online, I'm focusing on, on the elder generation of, of dancers. And then again, I also do that because I think the, our, the, the little bit older generation, I'm 30, but so my generation of dancers and the generation that was before me that are still active got hit so hard because of COVID. Uh, and most of us, um, including myself, didn't have any savings, didn't have any understanding. Again, financial liter uh, literacy didn't have any understanding because we we're like, yeah, but I'm going to teach dancing my entire life. This is what I do. And then COVID happened. Now you need to change your plan. But how do you change it? How do you pivot? This is what I'm focused on right now. Thank God for the Internet. You know? Yeah, well, definitely. Definitely. It's made it's yeah. so much easier. 100%, 100%. I mean, we're having this conversation and people are listening to it, uh, all listen to it through internet. So it's not the, it's not, like, I think internet and, and like technology gets a bad, uh, gets a bad rap, but it's, it's how you use it that matters. Yes. That's what, it, that is what is the, the negative thing with people right now. And like you're using social media to escape your current reality instead of actually doing something about it. And, but it could be a, a, a fantastic tool to reach more people and impact the world to, to become better. And that's what you should use it as. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. I'm in New York, you're in West Africa and we're talking to each other. Exactly, exactly. Do you travel a lot for your- I Yeah, I travel quite a bit. Yeah, I travel quite a bit. My, yeah, yeah, for sure I do. I, I've always been very, uh, uh, we call it vagabund, vagabundo. Like I, I love traveling, and I, I love the nomad life. I've been living it for the last ten years, uh, traveling all over the world. Been to, the, yeah, almost. And I don't want to say everywhere, but the majority of the continents. And um, the most I traveled in one year was to forty-eight weekends uh, out of uh, out of fifty-two. And then we. That's when we toured together with, or I toured together with Bashata Sensual and my own company, Be Fit and Sensual. And I would travel all over the place. So I'm very blessed to be able to do that. And I've always had that. Um, that was always one of my goals to be able to travel the world and see, see different places, experience different cultures, learn languages. Like I say, I speak five languages um, or I can communicate in five languages. I'm not fluent in all of them. Um, 
but um, yeah, when I was modeling, I traveled a lot with that also. So very, very grateful to for, for the life I've managed to live. How exciting. And you have students from every continent. Everyone except uh, everyone except uh, Atlantic. Like, what do you call it? The, how do you say that in English? The um, Antarctica. Thank you. Thank you. Antarctica. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everywhere except Antarctica. If anyone is listening and you're from Antarctica, <laughs> let me know and you get a free one month for free. Because, uh, yeah, I want to shake I want to shake that box also off. <laughs> <laughs> well, the scientists there, I'm sure, could use some dancing. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's great. What advice would you give dancers that are just starting out in their careers? <sighs> great question. Great, great question. Um, I'd say it's better to get it done than to get it perfect. Um, a lot of us dancers are hiding in our perfectionism and we are not, and we're letting that hold us back. So I don't believe in perfectionism. Uh, I believe it's better, per, you perfect in your mind doesn't serve anyone. So it's better to get it half done and get it out to the world because most of us are using perfectionism as a, as a reason to not release more of our arts, as a reason to not go in full out in life. Yeah, because I want it to be perfect, it's not done, yeah, but it will never be done or it, it will never be perfect. Just get it out there, do it, don't hesitate, stop holding yourself back and seek out mentors, seek out coaches, people that can get you to where you want to get because the truth is that if you knew how to get there by yourself you would already be there so that's my advice for the world just get it done just get it out there and then get feedback and then do it again do it better next time that's great is there anything you would like to say to all the listeners before we sign off um please reach out if you have any indication of like hmm, if, if anything i said sparked your mind if anything i said it's like hey i would like to know more about that reach out to us you can reach me at uh, sebastian underscore bfit or sebastian at bfit and sensual you spell that whole sentence out um dot com and I'd love to see how we can help you or how we can get you to that next level. If you ever looked for a sign to go to that next level, this is the sign. If you ever looked for uh, like, yeah, but I always wanted to do that, but that, like I, I never, you know, I was always looking for that next, that sign to, 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 to take action on it. Now use this, use this podcast if you're listening to it as a sign to move to that next level. And um, yeah, you, if you're sitting on a skill that you know can benefit the world, if it's dancing, if it's yoga, if it's uh, just communicating, if it's talking, if it's whatever. If you have a skill and you know it can improve the world or improve the life of one person, I truly believe that it's your moral obligation to do everything in your power to get that out to people and market and sell your product and get it out there and uh, never forget to get paid your worth. That's my, that's my, that's my final words. <laughs> yeah. 
that's wonderful. That is so wise and so true. You know, we have a gift. We should share it with the world, not keep it to ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And then, and but then, one of the most important thing in that, what you're just saying, is that that gift you should get paid for it. Just yeah. because you're a dancer doesn't mean that you should do anything for free. I don't believe in that. I believe you should get paid your worth. And I believe a lot of us dancers don't do that. And again, that's why we started the Passion to Profit program. That's great. <laughs> yes, a lot, a lot of dancers just don't have the business head because they're so focused on their own art form. Exactly. And so we should be, right? Like that's one of the reasons why we are where we are. But at one point in life, you also have to take the responsibility of take responsibility over your own economy and your own financial future. Yes, exactly. It's so important. It's yeah, yeah. I, it's so, I mean, there is, I'd like to argue that there is, uh, there is nothing more important. You can't, you, you cannot continue to teach or to spread your word or to or to keep living your dream life or or uh, like if you don't have anything you know put away on the side or if you don't make any income for yourself and at what point are you gonna take that responsibility um, and and i mean this is what i personally think right and then a lot of people hear me and they're like yeah but you're so focused on money it's like yeah yeah i definitely am but it's not the money that I'm interested in. It's the freedom that I get with money. Money is a tool. Money is not happiness. Money is a tool. Comparing money to happiness and saying things like money doesn't give you happiness. No, I know uh, a cat doesn't give you happiness neither. But it, it, it's not the same thing. Like it's, it's like comparing a dog. Like it's like having a cat and it's like, yeah, but a cat doesn't cook. No, I know. I know. That's not why I got a cat. I got a cat because I love cats. When, when you get money because it gives you freedom and you can help more people. I wouldn't be able to have a charity organization if I didn't, if I couldn't finance it myself. I wouldn't be able to help other people uh, to, to, to get more money if I didn't get, do that myself. So I think it's very, very important. It's just how you use it. Because money, all it is, it's an amplifier. So if you're a good person, you're going to do more good things with more money. If you're a bad person, you're just going to do more bad things. But uh, that, again, I, I believe that I'm a good person. <laughs> exactly. Good people deserve money. Money gives you options. It gives you freedom and you can help other people with it. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I admire you so much, Sebastian. I think. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate you. So wonderful. It's an honor to have you on my podcast. An honor to be here. Thank you so much. You guys are doing great. Keep, please keep doing state of the arts and keep pushing forward. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into this extraordinary episode of State of the Arts. I encourage all of you to be true to your dreams, stay positive, and stay safe out there. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Take care.